0: This is the MMA takes podcast. MMA takes Podcast. With your host, Brian Petrie. Brian Petrie. Didn't even have the fucking mic in front of my face. Already off to a rough start. Oh, it's the Pick'em Podcast where I make you money. Um. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm a bit cold. If you listen to the podcast that uh, I uploaded yesterday, when you listen to this, even though I literally just recorded it, I got a crystal. Um, I'm not showing anybody per the rules of the little package that I got via Amazon. It was six dollars, um, and people were like, "Yeah, it couldn't be six dollars. It was six dollars." It's a little necklace. It's black. It's for um, it's a it's a black osseous something crystal, and uh, it is for good luck, health, and I need it. Okay, I fucking need it. Uh, because I went one and nine, then two and seven. A lot of my bets fell apart last week, uh, and then I only had two official bets in, and I lost both. Gotta fight every weekend. So listen, I'm down, but I'm not out. I'm in a little bit of a cold streak, right? A lot of these MMA handicappers, these fucks that, I'm gonna sell my picks. Here's a bundle. Here's my Patreon. Mm. Like, listen, motherfuckers, you guys are probably doing just as bad as I am, and you're still selling picks. Huh? Huh? Damn, artist never gonna do that i'm gonna give you the fire picks i went over this card i was supposed to do this with my boy timmy my boy timbo tim mitchell part of the mma takes podcast uh he's part of it he's 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 one of us you know um him and i haven't done one in a while i want to get one done but listen like i said before we're degenerate gamblers we're gonna there's a fight every fucking weekend we'll make it up uh my week got a little busy i can't really record super late and, uh, yeah, that's what it is. So, uh, like I said, I want to get these out earlier. So you'll be listening to this on Thursday instead of a Friday. It gives you two days. Really three if you want to listen to it on Saturday before the fights. Three days to really get your bets right. Get your bets tight. Get them right. Let's win some money. That's what I'm here for. Let's go. Okay. Uh, fight got shaken up a little bit. So Alex Caceres was supposed to fight Jiga Giga Kasaki. Uh, that fight got canceled. Jiga uh, withdrew. And then Caceres was supposed to fight Kevin Kroom. And on uh, topology, it said fizzled. As far as I know, that was confirmed. I don't know if it is or not. Obviously, I'm going to say it's not. So I'm not going to be picking that fight. If um, the fight actually does happen, obviously, I'll tweet out a pick. And we'll keep the records tight. You know, got to get those numbers tight. Uh, so let's go. First fight of the night, Sean Brady, 12-0. He's a minus 405 favorite. Hefty. He's fighting Christian Aguilera, who is 14 and 14-6. He's a plus 320 underdog. I like Brady. I think Brady's good. I think he's talented. Um... You know, he took a fight uh, with Court McKee, which I thought was really bad for his career. He lost that third round. Courts just doesn't slow down. He's like a fucking zombie. But, you know, Sam Brady has really good boxing. Um, has, he has decent cardio. Uh, you know, he's a little big, right? He's a little muscular for one for 170 being kind of a shorter guy. But, you know, packs a lot of power. Doesn't have like, I don't think he has any knockouts in the UFC, if, if I'm correct, uh, if I'm mistaken. He's 12-0, and though, right? Had a little bit of period of inactivity. But, you know, he's starting to kind of, you know, build up some, uh, wins here in the UFC. Christian Aguilar used, uh, debuted his last time out against, I think his only fight in the UFC, Anthony Ivy knocked him out. Uh, Aguilar is a, a vet. He's a twenty fight vet. He's been around forever. He's been, uh, fighting in other organizations. He's fought some good guys, has power, but he's hittable, right? Um, I think Brady's just gonna be too slick, too smooth. His boxing's gonna be Chris. I think his leg kicks are going to be good. I don't think Aguilar is going to want to take this fight to the ground. If anything, I think Brady would probably get this fight to the ground. Um, Before Aguilera does. I like this fight. I think this is a good fight to kick off the night. I think it'll be exciting. I think both guys are gonna be willing to trade. However, I'm picking Brady, right? I know underdogs hit last week. You know, taking a shot at a plus 320 Christian Aguilar is not that bad of a deal. If you're listening to this and you're like, Brian, I need the fucking, I want Unders. I'm not here for chalk. I wouldn't hate you if you took Aguilar. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't hate you. He has a puncher's chance. But when I break this fight down in my handicap in mind, um, I just think Brady is just a little more cleaner everywhere. I, 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 I just think his stand-up's good. I think his takedowns are good. I think his um his cardio is better than Aguilar. I think uh I think uh Brady's gonna win this fight. I don't think you should bet 5 on it. I think that is a little crazy, I think it's a little hefty. Uh so I maybe would avoid, avoid the betting line on that. But um, yeah, I like Brady. Next up, Emily Spitfire Whitmire, four and five versus Pollyanna Viana, who's 10 and 3. 10 and 4, excuse me. Both minus 108. This line's going to be up and down. I've seen both girls' underdogs, both girls' favorites. It's a dead pick on right now. Emily Whitmire's a lot better than I thought. And then she had a withdrew for her last fight. She missed a weight cut really bad. Um, you know, she's 4 and 3. I believe she's coming from, from the Ultimate Fighter or whatever. Uh, doesn't fight all that often. So I, I can never really handicap her because I don't see her enough. Like her record is whatever. We've learned about Shannon Dobson, though, coming out. Paula Viana stinks. I'm, she's won one fight in the UFC, she's lost three in a row. She beat up that robber. She's hot. People like her, whatever. I think Whitmire's going to close as the underdog here. I'm going to go Emily Whitmire. It's a pick-and-fight, whatever. I don't bet women's fights. They scare me. They terrify me. But if this closes as even, don't mess up a parlay. Bet it straight if you have a feeling one way or the other. Um, I just think is going to maybe have the advantage on the ground. I do think she's better on the ground. Next up, Zach Cummings, 23-7. and seven. We're fucking cruising. Minus 118, he is fighting Alessio DiCicchio, who's 12-4. and four. He's a minus uh, 102, right? So, Zach Cummings, slight favorite here. DiCicchio is a slight underdog. Pick him fight. Line's moving. Zach Cummings, I just, I don't know what it is. I just never pick him. I always think he's going to lose. I don't think he's that good. I don't, you know, he's got power. You know, he's fighting 85, which is smart. He used to cut to 70, which, you know, is, um... Wasn't healthy for him. He's a big guy, right? He's been in there. He's thirty fights, right? Giacchillo is is had some weird lo- wins in the UFC, with some weird losses. A lot of people thought he beat Kevin Holland. I believe he's coming off two losses in a row. Alessio Italian, no, he's an Italian man. Um, Italians that not really, you know, a ton of Italians in the UFC. I mean, I don't know if he trains out of uh, Italy, but um, or if he's over in America now. But you know, there's not a ton of Italian fighters. I mean, Alessio. Sakara, right, was the only one I can think of. Uh, Martin Vittori, duh. But, uh, yeah, there's not like a hotbed for Italian MMA over there. But DeChicchio is one of them. And, listen, he uh, I don't think he beat Holland, but... He's kind of a boring fighter, right? Like, he likes to clinch. He likes to stay on the outside. He fights at his own pace. He's not too worried about anything. He's going to get a lot of weird decisions on his record. This is going to be another one. Um, Cummings is the favorite, right? So I'm going to go to Chiqui. I'm going to go the underdog, slight underdog. It's a very pick-em fight. But I'm gonna go with the underdog because this fight's gonna go to decision and it's really good to see what the judges see. I, you know, I, I can't predict it. I can't call it. Cummings has some power. Um, but you know, his his 85 gas tank isn't what it is at 70, in my opinion. Um, DeChicchio has a good gas tank, doesn't have the most power in the world. You know, maybe he'll body Cummings up. I think he'll probably be the little bit bigger of the guy in there. Uh so yeah. So let's ride with the underdog there. Let's go to Chicyo. Slight underdog. I'm not gonna give myself underdog credits. For that, because I think the line will move, but I'm gonna go to Chico. Uh Mallory Martin, six and three versus Hannah Cyphers, ten and six. Martin is a minus, uh, 320 favorite, and uh, Cyphers is a plus two sixty. Avoid this fight. I need to get us a little sound cue that says avoid, 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 avoid. Mallory Martin, uh Duran wins, girlfriend, wife, whatever, trains it aka. Very solid fighter. Got finished her last time out, though. Hannah Cyphers seems like she gets beat up by everyone, she's fought everyone, but she's She's got 10 wins, right? She's tough. She's durable. She's in there. She can win. She's a little undersized sometimes. Um, You know, Cyphers is kind of the joke. Everyone wants to make fun of, of Cyphers losing all these fights and watching the UFC and blah, blah, blah. Miley Martin, to me, hasn't really done much. I think she's skillful, but I think, you know, I think uh, she shouldn't be 320, uh, even though Cyphers, again, is kind of the butt of a joke on a lot of people. I don't think she should be 320. Um, But with that being said, I'm going to be a fucking chalky little bitch. I'm going to pick Miley Martin. Listen, I won't bet this fight. You avoid this fight, right? Listen to me. Listen to me in your ear holes. Do not add this to a parlay. Do not bet this straight. If you take ciphers, cool, but just don't bet this fight, okay? It's dumb. The bet, the lines are very uneven to me and just don't bet it. But breaking it down as a handicapper, I think Miley Martin's going to be a little too aggressive for Cyphers. I think Cyphers primarily likes to stand up, right? She doesn't move her head a lot off the center line. She gets hit a lot, but she's tough. Um, She showed decent takedown offense in her last fight, but Uh, Angela Hill did take Cyphers down. I think Mallory Martin's going to be able to get her down. Martin's not like a crazy submission threat. In my opinion, she didn't look good in her last fight. She got tapped out in her last fight. Um, But I do think she's going to maybe get her down, weigh her on top, and then maybe outwork her on the feet. I think she's going to be just a little more active than Cyphers. I don't know if a finish will happen. Um, If it does, I see it on Mallory Martin's side. If not, it could be a a close split decision or, or excuse me, a close decision. And that way you can maybe put some shekels on on Cypher. But yeah, I mean, you don't bet this fight, though. He's just... Don't do it. Next up, Maki Metolo. 13 and 6. He is a plus 124 underdog. He's fighting Umpa Casananga. God, I fucking probably destroyed that name. I don't know. He's 7-0. Just found the contender series. Got the contract. Ripped the fucking shreds. He is a minus 146 favorite. Um, my, uh, advice, I think Mackie Patolo might be a MMA takes podcast fan because after his loss to Darren Stewart, where he's doing well, he just got caught in that choke. I said, both guys should stay in Vegas and look for another fight. Patolo I thought was doing well in that fight seemed to be in shape, right? You know, one isn't that big of a cut for him. I mean, he theoretically could be a 70, even though he does have some big fucking legs on him. He's got some tree trunks on him. I said, stay in Vegas. I don't know if he trains in Vegas. I know he's Hawaiian. Um, but Stay in Vegas, right? Get a fight, and then Umpa, If I'm saying his name right, Impa. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. Uh, I actually did not watch his fight in the Contender Series. I know I. That I, I was the one I did not watch. I was distracted with, you know, I think I was giving my daughter a bath. I can't remember what it was, Being a super fucking awesome dad, probably. Um, I know he won my decision. I know he's fucking ripped up. I know he seemed like a great guy with a great story. Um, and he's taking this fight in a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, he fought two weeks ago, a week ago, whatever it was. Um, I like this fight for both guys. Mackie needs a rebound and uh, input needs to really prove himself, right? Got a lot of decision wins. I think he's going to probably want to take Mackie down, use his size, bring him down. I think Mackie's going to be a little bit harder to take down than I think he, he, he's going to get uh that a lot of handicappers are going to um, say. I think Mackie obviously has a better boxing. I think he can work the body. I think Upa could slow down a little bit if Mackie really puts uh, body pressure on him when they're standing up. Mackie is really, really good at boxing. I'm going to go the underdog here. I'm going to go Mackie Patolo at plus 124. I like the number next to his name. I think he's a little embarrassed by the Darren Seward fight, who also is a big, thick kid uh, at 185. So it's body types are very similar here uh, for Patolo. I think Patolo needs to get off to a really quick start. I think he needs to hurt Impa really quick um, and then just try to avoid the takedowns. And if you get taken down, Impa uh, isn't like a killer on the ground. He's not going to submit you. I mean, he's going to wear on you. He's going to punch on you in a little bit, but he's not going to tap you out. Just slowly work your way to your feet. And when you get to your feet, fucking make your punches count because that's the only way you're going to win this fight. So I'm going to go underdog. I'm going to go Macabatolo let go. All right, Magamov and Kaliyev, 13 1 versus Ayan Kutulaba, 15 5. And Kaliyev is a minus 335 favorite. Kutulaba is a plus 270. I'm actually really surprised by that because I thought the, f- I don't remember what the first fight was. I think Nat Kaliyev was probably the favorite. This fight was supposed to happen two weeks ago. Kutulaba had COVID. They rescheduled it for now. I think they finally officially announced it. I'm all in on Ant I think this kid's a stud. I do not know how he lost to Paul Craig. I don't know why he was taking Paul Craig down in that fight. Really poor fight IQ. The kid's a stud with his hands. Got some crazy kicks. The first fight, marred with controversy. Kutulabo was kind of doing this, like, acting like he was dazed. The ref bought into it. That's your own fucking fault, right? That's your. Don't, don't be fucking around in the octagon. What are you doing, right? Um, so a little bit of a controversy there. A lot of people was like, you know, but we'll run it back. I agree. Run it back. Let's run it back. Kultulov has never been knocked out, never been finished besides the Ankaliev fight, which, again, wasn't possibly a knockout. Uh, Excuse me, he's been finished, never been knocked out. Um, Ankaliev, though, I think is a beast here. He's going to be my mortal lock, minus 335. That is a high line. But I might bet it. I'm all in on Ankalaev. I think he's faster. I think he's quicker. I think he has better kicks. Kutulaba is just a powerful, aggressive guy. Um, I'm not blown away by his his well-roundedness. I don't think he's great everywhere besides just slugging on the feet. Ant Kalev, I think, can take this fight to the ground. I think Ant Kalev also has probably a little bit more um better striking uh, timing and speed. Uh, K- Kutulaba obviously has the more power, um, but I like Antikolaev a- 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 in this fight. I, th- I think he's going to finish Kutulava. Uh If not, I think he's just going to one-sided victory. He's going to take him down, beat him up a bunch, and uh yeah, so I'm gonna go with Malcolm Mavis my mortal lock, Brian Petrie, MMA takes mortal lock, lock it up. I need a locking fucking th- I need to do a whole new soundboard. All right, let's go. Ricardo Lamas, 19 and 6, 19 and 8, excuse me. He is a minus 240 favorite. He's fighting Bill Algio, who was 13 and four. He is a um plus 198 underdog. This bums me out because Ryan Hall was supposed to fight Lamas, had to pull out, he got hurt, not sure what the injury was. Um, very upsetting, right? Uh, I really wanted uh, that fight. I thought it'd been a really interesting fight for both guys. Lamas fought for the title at 145. Good wrestler, good striking, athletic. Really gonna prove something to uh, Ryan Hall to see how really good he was. I don't think the is all that bad. I think, um, I think, um, I think he's gonna rebound quickly. I think he called out Lamas or uh, fuck, he called somebody else out too. Ryan Hall, that is. With this fight, Bill Algio, he fought in the contender series, lost to Brandon Longening. Whoever the fuck that the English guy who signed with the PFL who thinks he's like a world champion or something like that, um, Aljo didn't impress me at all in any of his fights. I looked up tape on him when when he took this fight off. Took this fight. I mean, he has a possibility of beating Lamas. Lamas has been chidding in, in a little bit. I think they priced this line right. I think Lamas, if he ballooned up over three hundred, maybe even closer to four hundred, I probably would avoid at all cost. But. um but yeah, I think uh, I think Lamas is is going to be is the favorite here. I think he's going to win. I'm going to go chalk. I think Lamas is just probably too athletic, too too experienced, better wrestler, better striking. He's going to be faster now, Joe uh Algeo. and uh yeah i mean lamas isn't done yet i think he's a vet i think uh you know i just i'm not into this fight because it's supposed to be fucking ryan hall and i'm really i was really excited to watch ryan hall fight so excuse me if i don't sound too uh too effused with that fight but i'm gonna go lamas i'm not gonna bet it i won't i won't take lamas i won't touch the fight just because short notice fights and they can happen whatever but you know and lamas does have a little bit of a chin issue i just think he's a better fighter next up jin young kim who was nine two and two? She's fighting Alexa Grasso. Who's eleven and three? Uh, Kim is a plus two sixty five underdog, and Grasso is a minus three thirty five favorite. I like Grasso. I think she's cute. I think she's talented. Um, a little inconsistent. Sometimes I, I think she's really good. Sometimes she comes in there and uh, she doesn't look all that good. Yu Kim is a is a female fighter who I don't remember all that much. And it's embarrassing because she has quite a few fights in the UFC. She lost to Lucy Padova in her debut. She beat Justin Kish by split. She beat Melinda Fabian by split Lost to any uh, Antonia Shepchenko. And then Nania Kassim, she uh, knocked her out in the second round. Um, but I don't know much about Kim. I mean, I, I can't remember her fights for the life of me. Alex, Alexa Grasso. I remember because she's kind of sweet on the eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and she's fought some high level competition. She's fought some really good girls. She lost the, uh, Carlos Barza, which a lot of people thought maybe uh, Grasso won. She has a win over Carolina Kolkevich, and she got uh, finished by Tatiana Suarez, and she has an ugly loss of Fleece Herring in her second fight in the UFC. Other than that, she beat Rayna Marcos by split decision. Grasso, I think, has a lot of talent. Um, I don't see her getting outworked here. I think she's going to be better everywhere. I think Kim has good striking. Um, she obviously has a finish to the body, so she does like throwing hands. She likes throwing kicks. Grosso, I think, is just going to be a little more aggressive, a little bit bigger, and probably will probably wear on Kim and get this fight to the ground. And I don't see a finish happening here. The line is a little high. I think it's very risky. If you were going to bet this fight, I'd probably advise you to bet Kim. I just don't have the balls to pull the trigger. I do think Alexa Grosso is going to win. I just don't like it at the price. I'm not willing to pay that for a fight that I do think is a little closer on paper. All right, next up, co in event fight. I'm looking forward to Robbie Lawler. Ruthless. He's twenty eight and fourteen. He is fighting Neil Magny. He's twenty three and seven. Robbie's a plus two fifteen underdog. Neil Magny minus two sixty. I'm not overly surprised by that, right? Robbie hasn't been the most consistent guy. He hasn't fought all that often. The last fight I remember him fighting was uh, Ben Askren. Even though I know he fought, his last fight was Colby. Uh, Colby just put a pressure on him that he couldn't hang with. Um, but you know, Robbie looks really in good shape. You know, let me let me let me let me wet my whistle here, boys. Sorry, I've been talking a lot today. I've been talking a lot today. I needed that. Need a little. Need a little fucking energy. Um, Sanford MMA. Robbie Lawler training at Sanford MMA. That is, um, Henry Hoof down there in Florida. They used to be Hard Knocks 360, whatever. And they basically trained in like a garage. It was very small. Now they got the state of art facility because they got fucking world class fighters. It looks awesome. Robbie's been training down there. Um and he looks incredible shape. His fight with Colby looked in great shape. His fight with Ben Askren is the best I've ever seen him. Neil Magny is interesting cuz Neil Magny is a pressure fighter. I don't think Neil Magny is going to be able to get Robbie down though. Neil Magny has good grappling, but I don't think he has like high, high level wrestling. He's really long, so the length and the leverage could really play in Neil Magny's factor. That's what John Jones uses to get people down. Not comparing John Jones and Neil Magny, but Neil uses, you know, he wears on guys in the clinch. He's really good in the clinch. He uses body locks. I just think Robbie's too physical. Robbie is a thick, strong one seventy. The guy used to fight at one eighty five. I don't think he's going to get bullied around by Neil Magny in the clinch. However, I do think Neil Magny can outcardio cardio him. Right? If Robbie's up. If it go- if Robbie wins the first round, right, comes out there, drops Magny. Magny starts winning the second round. That third round, if Robbie's got to suck it up and win it, I don't see him winning that round. I see O'Neil Magny winning that round. Um but Neil Magny gets, you know, sometimes he fights really smart. He's an intelligent fighter, but when he fights the real high, F, uh, high up guy, sometimes he fades a little bit. Sometimes he kind of, you know, just uh, there's a little bit where he'll either get caught or slip up, and he'll either batter back like he did with Hector Lombard, or he'll kind of let it get to his head and get submitted by an armbar by RDA. Um, Magny's a little inconsistent in my opinion right he's fought the who's who he's a talented guy he's a little bit of a boring guy right but he comes in shape um he did get popped for some kind of a steroid thing i don't know if that's true i don't know if it's a tainted supplement whatever um i'm trying to bury lead here listen um do you like dogs dogs do you like dogs Oh, uh, dogs sure like oh, Dags. I like Dags too, and this is the MMA takes underdog lock of the night. I'm going ruthless, baby. I'm going Bob Lawler. I'm going the man. Listen, I think he's gonna turn her back here. I think a lot of people are like Robbie's gonna to, gotta to come out and he's gotta swing heavy and he's gotta uh, knock Neil Magny out. And if he tries to play like a, a you know like a, a, a precision game with Neil Magny, he'll lose. I actually disagree with that. I think Robbie. Has really good strikes and and I think he he can outstrike a lot of people. You look at the um the Rory McDonald fight. He was very patient in a lot of that fight, and he really turned it on at the end of the round. The Carlos Condon fight, Carlos Condit's kind of built like Neil Magny, tall, lanky like that. I know uh um Robbie really, you know, again, cracked Carlos, but really fought well in that. I think Robbie fights well. Neil Magny's a different style than Carlos, where he's gonna to want to get this fight to the ground, he's gonna to want to smother Robbie. I think Robbie's trained enough. I think he's gonna be in incredible shape. I think he's gonna hit Neil with something. I think it's gonna be a close fight. I don't see a finish happening. I think I think Robbie will catch Neil at one point. I think it's gonna be a grueling fight. I think that Robbie's gonna get the nod 29 28. Maybe a split. Maybe one won't have the other. I think it's gonna be a very close fight, but I'm gonna roll the dice plus two fifteen. You're gonna give me two to one odds on Robbie Lawler, who's got fucking knockout power. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking take that. I'm a degenerate. Let's go. Give me the underdog money. I'm betting that fight, too. I'm betting heavy on that fight. I'll tell you that right now. All right, next up, main event. Main event I'm really looking forward to. 205 is wide open, boys. Anthony Smith, 33-15 and 15 versus Alexander Reckick, 12-2. and Reckick's a minus 290 favorite. Anthony Smith is a plus 235 underdog. Very surprised by this line. Anthony Smith did not look good against Glover. What seemed like it wasn't that long ago, or excuse, seems like it was a couple weeks ago to me but it was a couple months ago you know anthony smith got his teeth knocked out even though they were his veneers so that happens right um he got his corner got criticized from letting him take the beating problem is anthony smith gassed right he came out really hot in that first round and glover oh excuse me i should edit that out i'm disgusting fuck but i'm not gonna that snuck up on me that was a sneak burp that fucking that was a ninja burp that snuck up it went right in my throat what the fuck just happened Anthony Smith, back to what I was talking about. Anthony Smith is a guy who has fought a lot, right? And he's looked good at 205. And he came out really hot with the Glover fight, but he gassed out. He gassed out in the Vulcan fight, too. And Vulcan gassed out really bad, but he got to a choke. He looked good against Allison Augustin. He looked good against, um, fuck, there was another one, too. God damn it, Brian. Uh, I mean, John Jones, he didn't look good against. He, just, he, he kept his back against the cage. So, right. So, yeah, Vulcan submit him in three rounds, lost to Jones, and then Gustafson. So there was no other fight. Excuse me. And he lost to TKO in the round five to Glover. But he gasped early in that fight. Anthony Smith has a heart like you wouldn't believe. Listen, this kid is a stud. I like Anthony Smith, right? At one point, he was like 8-8 in his MMA career and like... Who who thought a guy eight and eight was gonna make it to UFC? Now he fall for the title. I mean, he's set for life. Nah, maybe not set for life, but he's winning a lot of money. He's in the main event, so he's getting paid well. This is a winnable fight for him. Alexander Record. We don't see a lot of him. He's only had 14 fights. His last fight was a loss of Okina Okuniz- Ozamir which I thought he won. It was very close, though. No robbery. And his only loss, uh, other loss, was UFC debut versus some guy named Christian Rakdick. What, uh, what did that guy end up doing? Let's see. He was 0-0. They both made their debuts. He only literally fought one time and beat Alexander Rakdick. Maybe that guy should fight MMA. So let's just say Alexander Rakdick has really won loss. Um, you know, came to the UFC had two finishes before the Vulcan fight. Knocked out Jimmy Manuel, who won the sickest head kicks I've ever seen. Knocked out Devin Clark with a spinning back fist and punches. The Devin Clark thing is interesting to me because Devin Clark has an ugly style matchup. That dude is built like a fucking fridge. He's diving at your legs. He's awkward as shit, and, and Rakic put him out. Rakic looks impressive. He's big. He's he's muscular. Um, he's quick. He's got good kicks. His striking's very deceiving. His hands, uh, you know, I don't love his hands. I don't think his hands are... Are Super, super dangerous and the Anthony Smith is going to have the better boxing. Um, it, it's interesting because a lot of people, a lot of people I respect are picking the Anthony Smith because of the underdog. And I like that. Right. I think, I think, um, racket is a little high, right? I think he is. I think Anthony Smith has fought the better competition. And I think Anthony Smith obviously has the experience He's better on the ground, right? So if he gets a fight to the ground, a submission can happen. Anthony Smith always refers to himself as a, a jiu-jitsu guy or something like that. They always mention that on the broadcast whenever he fights. Like, don't call this guy a striker. He loves jiu-jitsu. But every time he gets to the ground, I'm like, really? This guy, right? I mean, he smitted Volk, he smitted Gus. Didn't he smit Gus? I don't know. I just looked at his fucking record and I'm not doing it again. Oh, this fight's tough. This is really tough. I've been getting asked all week by a few people who I like in this fight. Plus 235 is so tempting. It's so so tempting. I think Smith should not be that high. I can understand why handicappers are picking that, but I'm gonna go Racket. Send them home. And I send think him home send them home, Johnny Inek. I think Racket's gonna fucking finish him too. Anthony Smith fights don't go to decision unless you're John Jones. I think Anthony Smith is gonna be very competitive. I think he might go for some takedowns. Um, I think he's going to have some problems with the kicks. I think he's going to get kicked up to the body a little bit. He might score a takedown. He might get a submission. But I don't see that happening. I see the more Anthony Smith works, the more tired he's going to get. So the more he wrestles, the more he tries for submissions, the more tired he's going to get. Not saying Rackett has this unworldly cardio. We haven't seen him yet, but he does have these kicks that are that are scary, and when you're tired and your hands are dropping, these kicks are flying out your head. Anything can happen. Anthony Smith is a go-out-on-your-shield kind of guy. I see him losing this fight. I think Rackick is a little embarrassed by the Vulcan fight. Didn't perform all that well, even though I did think he won. Didn't perform all that well, and, I, and he's got a little hype next to his name. He's got a number next to his name. He's young enough. It's it's his time now, and uh, I see him coming out, and I see him finishing Anthony Smith here. So I'm going to go the heavy favorite I'm 290 but uh it's a fight i'm probably gonna bet just because i am confident in it i might bet the props i'm gonna have to take a look at the props i don't have them available now so that's it that's august 29th that is smith rakik um not the greatest card on paper a lot of these fight nights coming up or some are really good some have interesting fights but listen we're getting fights right you know sports are are really in flux right now. You got some weird things going on, but we're getting fights and I, and I'm so fucking excited about that. And I couldn't be happier to be an MMA fan. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be placing my bets accordingly. You guys should too. Hopefully you win some money. Follow me on MMA takes podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, new YouTube video up, uh, Adrian, uh, Yanez interviewed by Devin. I'm going to have a YouTube video up here probably tonight or tomorrow, depending on when I can do it, but I'm gonna have it up about the whole bellator, versus UFC thing, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. So follow me on all those. Let's get it rolling, baby. Best MMA takes podcast, or excuse me, best MMA podcast known to man. Everyone's got an MMA podcast, right? Name another one that's better than mine. That's what I thought. You can't. All right, let's go. <laughs> See that shit? Put yeah. a Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name Dalton.